Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this, our 76th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we discuss the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. Cue the music. I am one of your hosts, the judge. The jury, the executioner of fake news, number 99, Patrick Novoso. Also with me, in the glorious metropolis of Cincinnati, the volleyball and beast of the East, who can make you laugh in three words or less, number 69, Ronnie Johantis. And alongside him, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, number 888, Lucas Ham Swisher. Buenos dias, hermanos. And our final member of the GMD Quadfecta, he's got music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, and La Coretta in his old estomaco. Number one, numero uno, Mark James Boucher. Yo. (laughs) If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If this is not your first time, welcome back. (laughs) If you haven't noticed, I am not your normal host. So let me start off with, it is 76 episodes. We are in episode Number 76. Yeah, and this baby. This is my first time hosting the show. Not just 76, but also our spoiler cast, which is like, I don't know, 80 plus. So, Lucas, do I have you to blame for this? Yep. It's all on me, buddy. Yeah, you definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked on Twitter and I was like, because I wasn't here last week. And apparently you said there's going to be a Twitter poll showing... Who's going to host the show next That's week? That's right. <laughs> I'm listening to it today. That's right. This morning to get caught up. And I'm like, wait a second. What is happening? And then I get a notification that you put a poll up and I was in the lead. I'm like, oh no. Oh no. I have no idea. I've never hosted before. <laughs> I didn't what agree do I do? to this. <laughs> <laughs> I did not agree to this. <laughs> well, brother, I can definitely say that you have no reason to panic. You are a natural. And I feel ready, pumped. I'm ready. I'm pumped to play some kind of podcast sport of some kind you just called us out like a professional commentator yeah you rocked get it you hyped up you rocked a it bit. but yeah i i kind of right? love throwing that little curveball at you guys because uh last week when we were gonna have people vote on the topic i was like you know what? we should have them vote on the host too just kind of mix it up and then uh yeah and then i did not agree to this and you did not but it's too bad which, the which joiners have chosen that's what you get for yeah, being sick yeah you miss a week <laughs> So how do we figure out who voted for me so I can personally reach out to and them? Thank them, right? Give them a big hug. <laughs> oh, yeah, are you going to hurt them? <laughs> yeah. Something hey. like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so why don't we all uh, gra- uh, gather around the old water water cooler and talk about what's been happening in our lives? Yeah. Mark, what's been going on, man? Not too much. First off, like I am fresh off La Coretta. Like I literally was just there. Oh, I can smell it. Ago. 
I bet you can. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's live <laughs> inside the store right now. It's potent. <laughs> you hear it in the background. Please go down on Zadi. Okay. Um, no, I'm not in La Coretta right now, but just had some. Um, nothing too crazy going on um, other than my wife is starting her new job tomorrow. So that Ooh, is nice. super exciting. Um, I'm, I'm very happy for her. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but yeah, I don't have any major things going on, but I did want to talk about a couple of things that have happened in the past week um, that have gotten me pretty excited, I think. Um, first off, did you guys ever watch like the, the honey eye shrunk or honey eye blew up the kid? Oh Oh, yeah. Yes. Staple in our house. We just introduced it to the kids at the end of last year and they loved it. And I'd forgotten how much I love it and how much I want to pet auntie. To ride around the city of Sao Paulo, Brazil. <laughs> Love it. Love it. In the grass no, see, that you don't like, have. That's correct. Yeah. The honey, I shrunk the kids, and honey, we shrunk ourselves. Those are two good movies. That is correct. But when you get to the honey, I blew up the kid. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually liked... Um, yeah, I loved Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I watched that mm-hmm. movie so many times growing up. And I liked Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Honey, we shrunk ourselves and was okay with, I guess. Um, oh. But, um, yeah, overall, I very much love that series. I love just the, the zany, science-y, pseudoscience type stuff. Yeah, definitely pseudoscience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good um, stuff, definitely. And it's always... Well, I mean, if you can believe Ant-Man, you can believe Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. This is true. This is true. Who, believe, who believes in Ant-Man? <laughs> I believe in him. Oh, okay. Great. He's my he's one of my favorites. Yeah. So top five. It's like your campaign slogan, I believe in Ant Man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running for Congress. Yep. Um but yeah, so I absolutely love those movies growing up and I I'm super excited because um if you don't know uh the lead actor, his name is uh Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis, mm-hmm. excuse me. Um mm-hmm. you know, he's been in a whole bunch of movies from the eighties and nineties. Um, obviously, he was in those movies. He was in Ghostbusters, both Ghostbusters movies. Yep. Um, he was in Little Giants. He was in Little Shop of Horrors. Um, just a, a fantastic actor. Um, mm. And in the mid to late 90s, he kind of disappeared. Um, and it it was mainly because of the fact that, unfortunately, his wife, um, I don't recall what kind it was, but unfortunately, she had cancer. Uh, Rick decided, you know, and, and especially when it started to look like it was going to be terminal, um, mm-hmm. he's like, I don't want to be an absent father to my kids. Um, I don't want, um, you know, I want to be able to take care of my wife for however long she has. And so he basically stepped away from acting completely. He, he retired um, and just focused on taking care of his family. And, you know, there were probably tons and tons of occasions where people were like, man, you should come back to acting. It would be it would be awesome. And I'm sure there were plenty of opportunities. And um, but he's he's kind of he stayed away from the acting world pretty much other than I think maybe he did some some minor uh, voice acting stuff. But see, I did I did I did not know that. Was that widely known back in the 90s when he quit acting? Um. I don't know if they made any sort of big announcements or anything, but it's been, I think he, 
I want to say he wrote a book or something like that, basically oh, talking about okay. the fact that that his you know his wife had gotten cancer and um you know he stayed he wanted to be focused on his family, um, but fast forward to last week when they announced Disney announced specifically that they were making a sequel in the Honey I Shrunk the Kids series and that Rick Moranis has officially signed on to be in the movie. That's yeah, awesome. That's crazy. Uh, that's fantastic. Um did did they say who else is, has been signed on or is he the only person that they uh said there is, is coming back? There is one other name that has been attached to this movie and Auntie. Uh, Yes, that's it. Auntie's yeah. back. The yes. Rock. The Rock. Dwayne. <laughs> the Rock. The Rock is playing Auntie's cousin. Honey, I shrunk the Rock. Uh, <laughs> shrunk turns into Kevin. They Hart. ride around on the rocks. Back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Um. So Josh Gad, if you know who he is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nope. I have no nope, idea. You don't. Uh. You may know him as Olaf. Oh, Ding. yep, that's a, yep. <laughs> that, that is correct, Mark. You win. That is correct. You've won bamboozled. Yes, he is. He is the voice of Olaf from oh, Frozen. Okay. Uh, oh yes, he was also. Um, oh, what is Gaston's little lackey buddy that like looks oh, up to him yeah. in the newer um, in uh, Beauty and the Beast? Um, but he's been in other movies too. But. Um, but yeah, he's been signed on. Basically, from what I've seen, uh, the movie's just going to be called Shrunk. And um, apparently Josh Gad will be playing Rick Moranis's like main character. His name is Wayne Zielinski, Um His son in the movie. Oh, okay. Um, mm, okay. And it's, it's sort of, I guess, a father passing the torch onto the son. Cool. And of course, the shrink ray is involved. Yeah. Uh, but uh, shrinking the grandkids. Yes. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> they'd call it honey, honey. I shrunk the grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only obvious. It's the uh, next step. Obviously. Next step. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I believe I want to say that's a Disney. It's a Disney Plus thing. Um, man, Disney. Oh, they're 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 doing that. Mm-hmm. They also announced that they're bringing back the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, Emilio Estevez. I did not yeah. hear that. That is news to me. Oh, quack, really? Quack, quack, quack. Yes. Quack. Yeah, that's cool. Mindy and I were just oh. talking about that the other day. How amazing that trilogy was. Is is that is that trilogy? Is that on Disney Plus? I'm assuming it is. It's that's on a Pirate good Plus in Brazil. It's on Pirate Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas Plus. <laughs> yeah, Swisher. Oh, Swisher Plus. Swisher Plus. Lucas that's right. Plus. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd have to check and see if they're on Disney Plus, but um, yeah, they announced that Emilio Estevez and I think a lot of the cast are coming back nice. for uh, for the Mighty Ducks, um, a sequel there, with the exception of that one guy who unfortunately has got lots of run-ins with the law and is on meth. I saw that. Uh, he does not look like what he did nope. back in, <laughs> no. the, in the movies. Not even close. <laughs> which one is he? Which one is he from the? He was the goalie, I think. Oh, Goldberg. Goldberg. Yep. Yeah. Goldberg. Yeah. Unfortunately, he has he has seen better days, and unfortunately, he's he's for sure he's run into some rough times. Yeah. He's fallen upon hard times yeah. a lot. Yeah. Mm. That's but, too bad. Uh, Hopefully he gets the help he needs, but um, 
but yeah, I'm ex- I'm certainly excited for for Mighty Ducks and of course for, sure. for, for Shrunk. Nice. I'm um, excited for Rick Moranis to come back. Um he's probably one of the best parts of those movies. Um yeah, which is why they had him for all three of them. Um mm-hmm. but uh yeah, I mean, I figured, you know, once whenever he decided to come back that it would be on his terms. It would be something that he would actually be invested in doing. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm sure his kids are all grown up now and, um, so he can, you know, go ahead and do his own thing. So yeah, nice. Certainly excited for that. Um, the other piece of news that, uh, was brought to my attention, funny enough, um, funnily enough, funnily, yeah, funnily sure, enough, funnily enough. I-, I can't say that right, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so last Thursday, when I was uh, in line getting food at Chick-fil-A, uh, right before I went to go see Sonic the Hedgehog, oh. um, I was sitting in line, and I was just kind of looking at my phone, and all of a sudden, I I, I tend to look at um, this website called comicbook.com, yeah. um, and you know it keeps me up on a lot of nerd news going on, and I'm scrolling down, and all of a sudden, I see... Robert Pattinson Batsuit oh. has been released. And yeah. I was like, what? And so, sure enough, Matt Reeves posted on his Twitter account, Matt Reeves being the director of The Batman, the newest Batman movie coming out next year, uh-huh. um, that um, he, he posted a video of basically the camera test um, of the new suit to see what it would look like on camera, testing it under a certain light. And, and things like that. They did the same thing with Joker. Um, and that was how they revealed him. It was basically like... Which Joker? Uh, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, basically, they, they had a screen test of, of uh, his character, Arthur Fleck, and then him and the Joker makeup. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yep. 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 Um, so... <laughs> So yeah, sure enough, Matt Reeves posted a, a camera test video on his Twitter, um, revealing a small portion of the bat suit. We didn't get to see everything because a lot of it was either very blurred or in red, like he was in a, like a very red light. Yeah, um, right, right. But um, I'm interested. So, did, did you guys see this video? I I did. I did see it, and the first thing that came to my mind was the Arkham series. Yeah, because the the suit was like moving and conforming to his body, like the Arkham uh, suit does in the games. Yeah, which is I'm totally on board with because that is that is hasn't been done in the movies. It's been done in the games, and usually, like the game suits are legit. Like yeah. the the V three or Mach three or whatever they call them in the mm-hmm. games, um, it looks really really good. Um, I mean, we only saw like the from his like chest up right. and a part of his you know part of his cowl, so we don't know how high or how short his, the uh, the ears are. Um, but from what I saw, I I, I like it. I really I, do like it. I really like the uh, the chess piece that I think a lot of people were talking about and how it's supposedly, I don't know if this is confirmed, but it's quite possible the chess piece that makes the bat symbol is made out of the gun that uh, his parents were shot with. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard as well. Word on the street. 
That's yeah, what it looks like. To that. Matt Reeves has not confirmed that, but it's been highly speculated and would make sense yeah. because there's actually precedent for that in the comics. It was actually right. the um, the huge like landmark Detective Comics 1000 um, where I think it was Kevin Smith. He did a little short Batman comic where basically he melted down the gun into a plate that went behind the the bat symbol right and and basically you know he was basically talking about like you know the the gun the that broke the gun that broke my heart now protects my heart and right. that's justice and, yeah. and something like that um, I like that symbolism right there yeah. so i think it's that really cool. that might be what they're going with because you can tell very much tell looking at the uh at the symbol that that they look like it looks like a gun um, handle. It's like, yeah, gun parts. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. It's a cool, cool look. So it, it pretty much it's it hasn't been done before in the movies, at least. No. Um, I was a little thrown off by it at first, just because like it's only the wings. Like there's no little, you know, bat head like yeah. there normally is. Um, I was like, ah, I don't know how I feel about that, but. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at Golden Age Batman, like the OG Batman, um, his is basically is that there the is no... purple? Is that the purple? Yeah, purple gloves. Wings, purple gloves yep. guy. Yep, yeah, well. purple gloves guy. Oh man, if Pattinson um, has purple gloves, I'm in. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't... <laughs> no, um, he's he's gonna have like 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 eighties montage of him trying on new suits, and there's like some cool <laughs> music going on, and oh yeah, he's like nope, and he just throws it away and. but um but yeah no once i once i kind of got over that i was like maybe he's they're shooting for golden age batman um and there's actually like he's kind of like this he's got this little collar that's part of the cape that's kind of weird um that's very similar to some golden age batman uh drawings so um i think that might be where they're going plus it looks like the cowl is actually stitched like um, the people actually like they 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 lit up the the picture, took the red away, and you can actually mm. see that there's there's actually stitching around certain parts of the the cowl. Mm. And um, Matt Reeves has talked about the fact that this is like basically year two Batman, uh, so it's very early on in his career, and his suit is not going to year two. Yeah, his suit looks sweet for year two. Do you yeah. remember when? The uh, Spider-Man had his like first suit. It was just like a sweatshirt <laughs> yeah. and some pants, spray painted, <laughs> spray painted hoodie. Well, at that time, Peter didn't have money behind him. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, <laughs> that's totally right. Bruce, Bruce kind of went out the gate with with money. So yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but it's still very early prototype type stuff. Um, is is kind of what they were getting at, and it, and it shows. Um, but but I'm definitely interested. Um, Sweet. Uh, I was definitely kind of annoyed that we did not get to see his ears at all, so we don't know how big or short oh, they are. Have and you seen the internet just throwing up like all different images of what the oh ears gosh. could look like? It's yeah. like ears that are like eight inches tall. There's yeah. short ones like the the Batman from Bat uh, from uh, Ben Affleck, and then they also have one without ears, which is so weird. <laughs> yeah, weird. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. yeah, I hope they don't. They hope they don't go back to the. Honestly, even though I love the Michael Keaton suit, I hope they don't go back to that those tall ears because 
they notoriously had problems when they filmed Batman 89 with him getting in the Batmobile. They had to shorten his his ears already because they couldn't shut the door to the Batmobile without his ears getting <laughs> stuck. <laughs> so that is that's a that's a uh, interesting piece of information. <laughs> that's a mark, that is a mark fact. If I've ever that is a one. mark fact. Well, that's sure. that's yeah. what happens when you watch the um, you know the extra. Uh, features on the DVD. special features. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they have like yeah. all sorts of documentaries. Like, yeah, we had to cut down the ears because we couldn't shut the door. <laughs> the <laughs> other day, I introduced my kids to the special features after we watched the movie Mulan, and uh, after like ten minutes, and the director was talking about why a scene was left out. Blah blah blah. My daughter just looked at me and was like, "Dad, are we going to keep watching this? This is boring." <laughs> <laughs> So, so far, my kids aren't big fans of the special features. <laughs> well, fine. You don't get to have well, the knowledge. Then. I mean, if, yeah. you're, if you're talking about Mulan, it's not one of the best movies. I watched it. I, it was I cool special features. I don't know features. if I told you guys. I watched it, like, within the past couple months. Yeah. And it was, it was, it, it, I felt like it sh- they focused on parts of the story that didn't need to be part of it. And then they jumped to the next scene. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't, what happened? I don't, I, all, all of a sudden everyone's, what, what is happening? I felt like it should have been like an extra half hour long to fill in the gaps. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see the new Mulan movie that's coming out. Cause I've, yeah, I've we never been a Mulan fan, but it looks pretty cool. Yeah. So basically those were the main things I wanted to kind of, kind of get y'all's feedback on and touch on. All right. But, uh, nice. Hey, hey, Ronnie. How how you doing? I'm good. How are you? How you doing That's over good. there, sweet oh, thing? <laughs> have you guys Shook. ever seen that movie? Well, I I assume you haven't seen it, but it just came out not that long ago. It's called Good Boys. No, it's about I've like the, all the twelve year old kids. There's like four, or there's like three twelve year old kids that are uh, that basically go on this kind of adventure. Right at the end of the party, they're going to this kissing party, and they're trying to figure out how to kiss and all this stuff. Uh, it is not a movie for children. It's uh, a not even Seth close. Rogen movie, right? It is a Seth oh Rogen movie. That says it all. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, actually, you got like a lot of criticism for this movie, but I thought it was hilarious. Like, uh, there were some really, really funny parts. I can't really even talk about all the parts in the movie, but um, it is actually really, really funny. It like it really looks at like <laughs> like if you like can think back to when we were all twelve years old, we didn't quite really understand anything. But we had bits and pieces, and you kind of just put it together yourself. Yeah, yeah. When you're 12 years old, <laughs> so it, like it really plays on that. Like as these three 12 year old kids go through all this stuff, they're trying to figure out how to how to kiss a girl, and uh, one of them steals his dad's drone, and he's flying it over like their neighbor's like pool. <laughs> he's like the girl. He says, uh, "Let me think. Let me think of what I can say on here." <laughs> <laughs> He said that he's like he's like no I'll, we'll we'll look at her, my neighbor she's a total nymphomaniac and then he's like one of the kids is like she can start fires and he's like no that's a pyromaniac <laughs> oh, but it's like they don't they don't know all these things but like they think they do and like yeah. it's hilarious that's a pyromaniac wow <laughs> yeah. um but no it it is a really funny movie not for kids at all it is definitely an adult movie <laughs> obviously the funny part that I just mentioned like. You'd have some explaining to do, Lucas, Patrick. That is correct. <laughs> um, yep. 
yeah, don't watch that with them. But oh, I would definitely take it like Lord of the Rings direction and be like, so you know, there's nymphs. They're like these mythical creatures, (laughs) (laughs) and they just really like they're the cousins of the orcs. Yeah, (laughs) yep, that's it. Yep. And then your daughter's like, and I'm a nymphomaniac too. Oh Oh, no! 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 Abort! 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 Yes, get me out of this. No, but when he said that, Patrick, it made me think of the uh, the Donnie Baker skit uh, when he's talking about playing baseball. Oh yeah. He's like, I can throw left-handed for days. I can throw right-handed for days. I'm basically amphibious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Uh, but that's really the only thing I did out of the ordinary this week was watch that one movie. Um, it is, it, I, I mean, I got a, I got a big kick out of it. So nice. Well, I'm gonna, I'll probably wa- now that you say that, I'm gonna, I'll probably watch it within the next week. So yeah, With thanks them? for bringing that up because I totally <laughs> it, forget about movies like that. Like yeah. if once, once they, once they, unless they're like a, a big, huge like blockbuster Marvel movie and they make a big deal about it on everywhere you go, whether it's YouTube, internet. Like I totally forget about those movies, yeah. so I'm gonna probably check it out. Well, cool, man. It was, it was pretty solid. Nice. nice, Lucas. What about you, man? I also watched a movie this weekend, and Did you know? it was not what you would expect. At least a man to watch, and it Wally's. Was... <laughs> oh, you're funny, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, but uh. So we had Valentine's Day this past week, as as most of you know. Now, for me, mm-hmm. it's not always a holiday or thing that we celebrate here in Brazil because it's not actually a holiday we celebrate here in Brazil. Even though we're you know Americans in Brazil, we still recognize hey February fourteenth, Valentine's Day, all that stuff. So every year, it's like hit or miss if I remember or I pay attention and and. Uh, we try to sometimes celebrate the Valentine's Day here. But this year, I decided to celebrate Valentine's Day. And it wasn't anything major. Actually, I didn't come up with what I was going to do for Valentine's Day until Valentine's Day. And so, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, actually, I'm like in the process of like seeing it, seeing it through. And uh, it's involving a lot of uh, leaving just little notes, kind of like Ronnie has talked about the past few weeks, how he's a, a note lever. I'm kind of trying to hone my inner Ronnie and leave notes and little little cute little things. But I'm playing the long yeah. game with this Valentine's Day. But one thing I did do was my wife really wanted to watch the uh, the Netflix movie called, uh, shoot, All the Boys I've Ever Loved. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. But that was awesome. Yeah, and I watched that with Mindy and I have to say that it reminded me of an 80s like rom-com kind of like 16 candles or Really? Yeah, it had that feel to it where it wasn't stupid teen movie like it actually had a good had a good message it had like the the characters had chemistry there wasn't like these forced like dumb high school jokes, like it was a really good movie. I actually <laughs> wow. enjoyed it. And then the next day we watched the sequel, and we liked the sequel too. And I, I did my part. That was my Valentine's Day contribution was watching that with my wife. But I actually was surprised that I liked it. So nice. Uh, there you go. Watch that flick. And then also over the weekend, I helped my daughter with a project, and I think this is probably the biggest school project that I've helped Natasha with. Uh, in the past, Making- I did. Making a uh, pencil cases. No, no pencil (laughs) cases. Making a a trifold book fair display 
for a book that she read, The Magician's oh, Nephew, yeah. Chronicles of Narnia. That you're um, that you're selling. No, we're not selling. There's no money <laughs> to be made in this. This is actually, funnily enough, she she wrote a little book in Portuguese that actually we're buying that has her picture biography, has drawings on one side that she drew, and like it's just the story of Easter, but it's like her version of the story of Easter. That uh, so she did write a book. Nice. Well, we're, be, we're before be you it. before you go on, I wanted to let you know that uh, this weekend, um, Claire, you know the the Portuguese books that you got our kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So Claire had put in the uh, the CD in, and she was trying to follow along. She runs to me, and she's like, "I don't know how to follow along." <laughs> so I so I had to like because. If you don't know like where no. it starts, yeah. you're like you're, you start you're, all of a sudden you get lost. Yeah. So it's easy um, to get lost. I, yeah, I started it over and then I started to point to the words as they were saying them, and she, and she was like, I don't really know what that means. I was like, I think that means good morning because it was said it said it said bom dia. Yep, I bon guess dia. that's how you say it. Yep. Um, I was like, that, I think that means good morning. And then so so after we had listened to that and read the book. Uh, for the next like half hour, she's asking Alexa. She's like, Alexa, how do you at? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Don't do it! Stop! Alexa, stop! <laughs> Alexa, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking about you. Know the difference. Yeah. She, she would she would ask it like um how to say certain things in Portuguese. Yeah. So it was like like I love you, Daddy, and I love you, Mommy, oh, that's cool. and Good evening, and things like that. So that is so cool. So yeah, we it's I know it's been what how long has that been like nine months or something like eight months. And she got yeah. it out again. It's like, I don't know, it's probably like the fourth or fifth time she's gotten that, that out. But it's the first time she listened to the CD. Really? So it was pretty cool. Hey, better late than never. That's awesome. I'm really yeah. glad. I'll definitely tell uh, tell the family about that. They'll be excited to hear. And aren't nice. aren't daughters sometimes the cutest when they just they just do things and they surprise you? And then other times, they're like the worst. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I discovered. They know how with. to turn on the charm. They really, and they, they do, to, and then they, they know, know how to push your buttons. Yeah, and then they know how to push the buttons and get sassy and get an attitude like nobody's business. Like my daughter has a forked tongue sometimes, and she gets, especially with her brother, like she can make her brother cry like nobody's business. Like just cut him right to the heart. It's so sad. Oh sometimes. goodness, she's ruthless. But actually, this weekend <laughs> it was more about how frustrated she got and overwhelmed. And I've, like I said, I haven't done many projects with her. And with this, with this uh, book fair presentation, like I was trying to ride the line between I didn't want to do it for her, but I also didn't feel like I could just throw her in the middle of the pool, as it were, and say, well, hey, make it. And if you need help, just let me know. And just leaving her, <laughs> leaving her on her own. Uh, but Saturday, we spent most of the day doing the project. And she got, at one point, she got so overwhelmed and she just got in one of those, you know, you get one of those moods where you're just like, I can't do anything right. Well, for a nine-year-old, it's like even worse because you just, you don't have that experience in life to teach you that, you know, okay, I need to just take a break and come back later. And I tried to tell her that. I was like, you know, just take a break. No, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's, uh, yeah, it's time to eat some lunch or take a nap or do something like that. But <laughs> Take a nap. Yeah. Take a, just go to sleep. All right. We need to take a break. Knock her out. <laughs> yeah. So... But we did that this weekend. We worked on it again today. It's due here in a couple of days, and and it was it was a little touch and go for a while. But I think we're coming out the other side, and we'll we'll survive it. Uh, but yeah, so that's been some of my real life fun. 
that uh, I've nice. been up to. How about you, Patrick? Well, uh, the past uh, four days, Claire has been sick. No. So, oh no! Yeah. So come, so come Valentine's Day. Um, you know, my wife, she's like, "Are we getting anything for each other?" This was like a week ago, and I was like, "Are we?" You know, like, and she's like, "Nah, let's not get anything." I'm like, "I hate this trap." <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? It's like a, it's so, a trap. So I don't. So I'm like, okay, we're not getting anything for each other. I'm gonna honor the code. You're gonna you know, make not get anything. Make so. Presents. Come Valentine's Day, Friday morning, she comes in and gives me my favorite candy. <laughs> and I'm like, I looked at her, I was like, no, I thought we weren't getting anything. She's like, oh, well, I, was, I saw it, so I decided to get it for you. And Patrick, I was like, oh, that is so goodness. funny. I know we discovered this when I visited you guys last year, but your wife is exactly like me. I do that to Mindy every year during Christmas, during Valentine's, and Mindy always yells at me for getting stuff when i said we weren't going to oh yeah good job Mel. um but but yeah so so claire was sick and she, her and clark were supposed to spend the night over um the in-laws and valentine's day was supposed to be a night for mel and i we're gonna go out have a good time maybe see a movie or come home and watch a movie uh but the but claire came you know ill and so the sleepover was called off so we just took care of the kids and and just stayed in and watched some shows. Nothing crazy. Um, but uh, so on Saturday, my uh, since Claire was still sick, but Clark wasn't. Uh, and I knew that there was a particular movie that was coming out this past weekend. And I looked at Clark and I was like, hey, do you want to go see the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie? And he looks at me. He's like, um. I'm like, please say yes. Please say yes. Please say yes. <laughs> it's more so for I me show- than you, Clark. Just <laughs> I know, <do> exactly. <laughs> this is my childhood. So I uh, I showed him the preview for it. And he's like, yeah, let's go. So, um, so Saturday afternoon, we went to go see the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And... You gotta, you gotta, you gotta look at, 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 and you can look at it in two different ways. You can go into the Sonic the Hedgehog movie expecting Shawshank Redemption kind of style, you know, be like, hey, this is <laughs> yeah. gonna be, Andy this is gonna be uh, the best movie out there, you know, or you can go be like, hey, this is, a, this is, this is probably gonna be a kids movie. This is a, a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Um, you're gonna have a good time, you know. There's gonna be some things you're not gonna like or whatever, you know, but. I at, at the end of that movie, uh, I was thoroughly impressed. Nice. I mean, the casting with with James Marston, the voice of Sonic, Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik was not only menacing but hilarious at the same time. Yep. Like he he enveloped Doctor Robotnik character in his own way, and it worked to a T. I I absolutely loved it. Um, there was it was like only like ninety nine minutes long. It was short, so it wasn't like drawn out and like, all right, let's get on with it. Um, it was a nice, short, sweet movie. Um, and at the end, the the credits they go through the entire movie, but in like the Sonic 2D level, looking like like it was a game. So, uh, which was really cool. That's um, cool. There was an end credits that would that set up kind of like a, a sequel, um, which after seeing this movie, I want to see more of Sonic. It was that. It was. I enjoyed it that much. Yeah. Um, Mark, did you saw it right? Yeah, we actually saw it. Uh, my wife and I saw it opening night. Uh, oh, that's right. 
because Mark, did you do the same thing with uh, Kristen that that uh, Patrick did with uh, Clark? Were no, you like, were no, you like, it didn't so take much do you, convincing. Do you want to see this Sonic movie? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really didn't take Let's a whole lot the of convincing. Let's watch the trailer. <laughs> no, she. I mean, she knew my my stance on it because she. She had seen all the all the huge uproar, the backlash to oh, yeah. Sonic 1.0, um, and just how much of a travesty that was. Um, this would have been a was. definitely different movie if they used the old version, yeah. the original version of of Sonic. Yeah, yeah. The hairy boy, the hairy, it looks, the blue-haired it boy. So strange. Like, <laughs> That's like uh, the they stuff they of do nightmares. the si- yes, there's a whole is. bunch of side by side. Oh, of yeah. the original, and then the, when they changed it, it it would look like it was going to be like an evil Sonic. Yeah, and I'm so glad they changed it. Yeah, so like she she knew all the all the backlash that was going on, and the fact that you know for once in I don't know ever they actually went back and fixed the issues, um, and Sonic looked great in this mm-hmm. movie. Um, they still had some little concessions, you know, that they kept. Um, like, for example, the fact that Sonic has two eyes, but who cares? Um, typically, it's only like what? one. Sonic typically only has like one big eye, technically. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, okay. you, you see both eyes when you're in the idle screen, and he, he'll yeah. look at the screen and shake his All finger. Right, yeah. Or... Well, but yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So. She knew about all that, and she knew that when they when they fixed it, I said from the get go when they fixed it, I said okay. We 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 spoke up about it. We we were negative and all this stuff on on the internet enough. They went back and fixed it. They listened. So I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is, yeah. and I'm gonna go see this movie. And she was like, okay. Um. So yeah, we went opening night. And uh, I was, I was very impressed. Um, it was, it was very much a return to form for Jim Carrey. Um, this was like yeah. that classic, like mask style, like physical comedy that that he does in this movie. He does a great job with it, all while being very much the villain. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when I first saw, um, even with like Sonic Two and the new trailers with that, I was a little concerned about the CGI, and I was like, nah, "You guys need a little bit more polish there." But it wasn't bad. Uh, yeah. it, the final result was 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 very good, mm-hmm. um, and the story was was very, you know, you know, it was a kids' movie, so pretty simple to follow. Um, but there's a lot of Easter eggs, like Sega Easter eggs, Sonic Easter eggs. I'm sure that if you pay attention in the movie, um, you'll you'll see all sorts of stuff that kind of that pays homage to to Sonic. And yeah, yeah, there was um, a there was a point where he like starts uh, tapping his foot. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, yeah, that yeah. was really yeah. you know that was very subtle. Watch. Like if you didn't play the Sonic games, it would just would have been funny anyways. Right. But just seeing it as a as a um, paying homage, like like Mark said to to the games, there was like. Uh, an origin story to his shoes that I didn't know that I wanted p- as part of the movie, and it ended up being pretty cool. Huh? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Those were those were what Pumas, right? Or oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. 
I think, but I think they're real world shoes. Like I think they they're actual. Yeah, they look like it for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I don't want to get too much into spoilers or anything, so I don't want to. Yeah, say yeah. Too much, but it's yeah. People, you, I think if if you like Sonic, if you've played Sonic when you're growing up, uh, see this movie. If you got kids, you got to see this movie. Yeah. Um, it was good. I you mean, I I would I would recommend this one. I liked it. You know what's any... interesting about it is is I actually they actually released some concept art for the movie, and apparently at one point Chris Evans was in the running for for James Marsden's character. Um, so there's okay. actu- there's actual concept art of Sonic in that particular brawl fight scene that I won't tell you where it is, but Pat, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, it's it's him and it's Sonic and Chris Evans. Oh yeah, hmm. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Um, but no, I think all the the human cast did did excellent. Um, you know, like I said, like you said, Patrick, it's it's a kids movie. You're not a, yeah, you're not going in sure. expecting Scorsese type work. Um, and so I enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah. Very nice. Well, um, yeah. So I so I watched I watched that, and over also over the weekend, I beat this little game called Control. Control, Control. Control. The 2019 uh, Game of the Year nominees won and won Game of the Year in some circles. Um, how? <laughs> I, 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 I was waiting for this. Like, <laughs> what? I've, uh, I mean, I mean, okay. So it was a beautiful game. Uh, the game mechanics were cool. The progression was good. The story made no lick of sense. Uh, there was a main character. He was the janitor. Ati. And at the end of the game, hold on. No, no, no. I'm not going to go go to that. But uh, <laughs> don't even worry about it. Don't play this game. Don't play it. Oh, man. I'm going to totally play this game now. Yeah. Don't do it. <clears throat> I do actually want to play it do more. It. Now that you say yeah. don't do it. Don't. Right. Okay. Yeah. Do All right. Play, play this psychology. game. Spend a thousand dollars. No. Uh, this. Oh, man. Uh, like I was waiting. There's there so many times where I'm waiting for an epiphany. The uh, game to take a turn. I mean, it took like three missions for me to figure out why I'm even playing this game. Like, why am I even doing any of this? And so, ugh, it was just frustrating. I was, and you know what? Like, it was funny. Like, I knew there was a part in the game where I could not finish. I could not finish. I couldn't get past it. And apparently, it was the end of the game, but it didn't <laughs> feel like it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Man, uh, I'm, I'm a little bummed to hear that, Patrick. But you know, yeah. I, I beat it like a week before you did, and I, I could see why you would feel the way you did. Like, I, you well, know, it was we, a single player can't... driven story, story driven game. Yeah, and the story was irrelevant. It was very convoluted, and like, like I think I think of other convoluted games like Metal Gear. And I don't, I it feel wasn't like convoluted. Metal you... Gear is convoluted. You don't think that control was convoluted? It no, it it didn't. It didn't just make. It didn't make sense. I mean, it did make. It wasn't. Sense. It, it, just, it wasn't just because it was to, convoluted. You had to like, read I can, like you had to read like the collectibles and watch all the videos and. Oh, I don't so know. that's that destiny type crap where you got to read Kinda, the. No, you, there's a lot. You of, could read that, but it was just it was just a supplemental piece to the crap story it already was. <laughs> 
Don't mince words, Pack Rats. Tell, tell, right. tell us how you really feel. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> overall, if I were to give this game a score, I would give it a good six out of ten. Really? I'm surprised. I thought you were going to give it a Pinocchio score like I gave the, the, <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Well, uh, I mean, the gameplay was fun. I mean, it was fun to play. Yeah. It was really fun to play. It really is. You know, um, and flying around and just throwing things and um, shooting. Um, it was it was, it was, was fun. I mean, like upgrading your, your gun and your abilities. I mean, that was, that was a fun yeah. part of the game. But even, um, even really doing that, though, was so convoluted, like... Like all the parts that you would need to upgrade your gun, there's no real way to like to find the specific parts you need. You just hope it's going <laughs> to show up somewhere. It's like what's it a random. remote thought? It was random and, drops. Uh, what is it like? Remote thought and and uh, I'm trying to think of the names of all the random collectibles. And th- that was kind of weird that you couldn't just look for that part somewhere or buy it somewhere. You just had to stumble upon it. But yeah. it still was fun to me. It just I, you never I know what's yeah. going to happen. It but. was a fun game, but game of the year, uh, not even close. Now, did you do I, a lot of I the had, side missions, like going after the side objects and like the refrigerator? Yeah, I did. I probably did maybe oven. between <laughs> between five and ten uh, side missions. Um, okay, I didn't do too many because at I was started to do some, and then I was like, "Wow, this game is boring." Like yeah. the the story <laughs> is boring. I was like, "Okay, let's let's move the story along." And see if it gets any better. And it never got any better. And I'm like, well, what's the point of playing any of these side missions if the story is no good? Yeah. So, and I'm, and I know, I know I am not like, I am like the, I'm going against the masses because everyone loves this game. Like, so there's, I mean, it was again one of the game of the year. So, so many people gave this good scores and it's frustrating to me. Like, I had, I had a thousand percent more fun playing Shaq Fu than I did playing this game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which is wild. Maybe the sequel will have Shaquille O'Neal in it and they can do like Shaq Troll or something. <laughs> Shaq Troll. Shaq Troll. <laughs> yeah. So I played that. Um, uh, one last thing I did um, is the family and I. So we're, we're, we're pumped for spring and summer. And we recently purchased season tickets uh, to king's island which is the biggest yeah amusement park in cincinnati love it or in really the other than other than uh, northern ohio it is one of the best or worst depending on who you ask and we've all been there yep that's right we have but before i get into any of that that will be our topic of the show theme parks That's right, folks. We are discussing the best and the worst theme parks and the experiences we've had in theme parks. So to get us started, I'm going to start off with the game. Yeah, bring it. Just kidding. I did not have enough time because I only knew I was (laughs) hosting this 45 minutes ago. Well done, my friend. You had me. JK. I was ready. So so instead. I was like, I finally get to compete in something. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Thanks. Give me some. Give me a little bit of a heads up. Oh, that's because I have a game. No, I'm just kidding. 
Uh, so instead, I'm going to read, to get us started, I'm going to read a uh, post from Ash Ingram on our Discord. She says, favorite theme park has to be Disney World. Oh, uh, man. I, I, I've been to Kings there. Island, Disney World, and Kennywood Park in Pittsburgh. Kennywood? <laughs> that sounds like a horrible theme park. Are we talking like uh, Kenny Rogers? Kennywood Kenny 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 is hilarious. Kenny Rogers. Kennywood is is one of two um theme parks that are historic landmarks oh gosh that's how it was it it, yeah. it started i think it was like 1890s it was in the 1890s when it was, it was when it gosh, opened that that's old. how old it is i grew up going, it's just a bunch of seesaws there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's some metal slides they added some music ball to in it a cup. it's yeah. as easy as putting a ball in a cup <laughs> ball in a cup <laughs> <laughs> so anyways uh she says so many so many different parks to choose from and so many amazing rides my favorite old school ride is Pirates of the Caribbean, and my favorite new ride is Avatar: Flight of Passage. Oh, I want to ride that, that thing. Avatar, that Flight of Passage is legit. Uh, one thing I dislike is waiting in long lines, especially in hot weather, because it's something you have to put up with. I guess. My question is, what do you do to pass the time whilst you wait in long lines at theme parks? Mm. So I don't get the hot the hot you, pass. You don't get wait. The fast mark, pass. Mark, <laughs> Yeah. It should be called the hot this pass. It should be the hot pass. Get the hot pass. I want a hot pass. The cool pass. <laughs> yeah. Not to wait in the hotline. That's right. No. Oh, man. Basically, I was saying I, I don't because I don't typically, I don't bother waiting that long in a line. I just, I can't. You just move How on. How long is too long? Longer than like 30 minutes. Oh, um, man. I'd probably quit at 10. Like uh, the only time I would do thirty minutes is pretty much at Disney World, just because I know you're just gonna run into that, and, yeah. and so that's why I like I've only ever gone to Disney World once, and I've only been to the Magic Kingdom, um, and we went uh, I think during off peak, um, so it wasn't so bad, um, so I was okay with it. But like when you're in like peak summer type stuff, and there you have like two three hour waits, like. I, that just oh, that just no, astounds no. me like I, I couldn't especially like you're in florida weather like ash was saying that just does not interest me um i'm not into that so no i, don't I can't even stand wait. for three hours <laughs> <laughs> just lay down in the line like my complaint level like my complaints will be coming out like a machine gun after one hour you know what they should have? They should have like those little like walking sidewalks. You know those escalators and it for just like moves sidewalks. You. They have yeah. like oh, that. Yeah. Like you just like lay down and just like it just moves when you're ready Can to you get imagine up. How many reclining chairs there would be? How many people would get hurt and go to the nurse's office because of that? <laughs> there should just be reclining chairs on that. Reclining chairs? <laughs> you said? Down. Yeah. <laughs> just sit down on the line. Then I'll wait it out. That'd be cool. Oh yeah. Everyone gets every their own time the TV. line moves, you have to get up and move to the next chair. Have you guys ever gone to the at the water at some of the water parks when you get on the raft rides when it has the moving platform that moves alongside of the 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 raft or whatever so that you can jump in it and it can keep moving? Yeah, you know how many just like that. You know how many people look like they are fallen doing that? It would be dangerous. There would be <laughs> well, I don't. Th- <laughs> I mean, like you'd be at the end when that plus inner tube just like gets thrown out out like. You better watch what you're doing. Like that one guy that's turning around to talk to a cute girl, and then like the the moving platform goes, and then he like <laughs> hits his face off the the guardrail or something. 
<laughs> that would happen a lot. Well, you need to. I mean, there's got to be a little bit of tweaks here and there, uh, so that doesn't happen. Like, but I like. But warning, it's an idea. warning, platform moving. But, yeah, they'd have to do something over the intercom. Hey, idiot, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. that first step at the airport when you get off of one of those is a doozy. Yeah, you're just flying along, especially if you're walking on it, and then you hit the ground. Like, oh yeah, you and your your wobble bot, a little bit. Your upper body yeah. keeps going, and your feet. Be <laughs> like a, a ball pit at the end of it, so you don't hurt yourself. Hurt yourself. Well, that's a good idea. Be awesome. and the annoying Something thing like is, like you're never going fast enough for people behind you. No, when you're when you're walking on those, it's like get out of my way. Okay. Okay. Fine. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. Now I, I, I would wait. I, I think sixty minutes around there is like my max. But if I see something that's gonna take like every, and it also depends on the day. If it's if it's a hot day, and it's like, hey, you're gonna be standing in the hot sun for forty five minutes. It's like, ooh, I don't know about yeah. that. But if they got those like misters, like those fans that are that are blowing on you, yeah. oh man, when you hit one of those, it just feels like heaven. Yeah. Misty I would get heaven. one of those. I would get one of those walkers that like doubles as a seat. <laughs> With the tennis balls at the end of them. <laughs> no, 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 not one of those. No, 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 one of the lighter. Perfect. Yeah, the one that doubles Fast as a pass. seat. Couple uh-huh. more years. Couple more years. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, my. I remember my grandmother used to have have a walker like that, and it had wheels on it. It wasn't like one of the tennis ball ones, but she had a walker that doubled as a seat, so she could oh, sit yeah. down whenever I've she needed those. to. Nice. Yeah, it had like a little collapsed, like a folding uh, place where you could sit down. Um, so it was like I, a transformer? Yes. It's more than meets the <laughs> eye. I like it. <laughs> Walkers in disguise. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, would, I think I would do that just because like every so often if you moved a little bit, you could just take a seat. Yeah. Just chill out. I think oh, as long as you don't sit on the like the railings, oh, they don't like that. Yeah, absolutely well, don't like that. Just... Like with my kids, if I'm standing in line and they're like standing on them or sitting on them, you know, you get like the whistle, like, "Hey, get off, get off there." I'm like, "Oh gosh, really? Mm-hmm. We're standing here for 45 minutes. Give us a break." Yeah, no doubt. I think when the sun's involved, that definitely cuts my time down to like mm. 20, 30 minutes in the sun. Uh, but yeah. but I can like what I remember a number of years ago I think right like six months before uh, our daughter was born um, we went to Disney World it was the last time we went and I knew I wasn't going to get to go for a long time so I was willing to wait in line a good long time and I remember there was a couple rides we got fast passes for some rides but there were some rides we waited like an hour hour and a half uh, I think for Soren my dad and I waited two hours. Oh, that's cool. That was really cool. But that's a and that that one's worth it. And I know it's only like I don't know, fifteen minutes long, maybe max, maybe twelve minutes See, or that's what kills. But me. it's just so worth it. And if you have, I think it, if you have a person with you that that you enjoy their company and you can just talk about whatever or make jokes and you know that it passes the time pretty easily if you have the right yeah. people with you. Yeah, another thing about Disney World is they did it right. I mean, like a lot of their lines are inside. Yeah, like like at Kings Island, they're all outside. You're screwed either way, except for one ride where the whole ride is inside. But if you're outside and it's ninety degrees, it's you. I'm not waiting forty five minutes. No, in Cincinnati, one hundred percent humidity weather. No, thank you. But my wife, my wife did buy one of those. Um, I don't know. It's it's like a it's like a uh, a towel that you wet, and then you wring it out, and it becomes cool. 
Oh, I had cool. like they're like called cooling towels. Yeah. So she bought a few of those for not only camping, but also for when we go to like amusement parks or like Kings Island or when we go back to Disney World. So that was I, I didn't I didn't even know anything about those. Have you guys heard about those? No. The cooling towels? Nope. Can't say I have. Hmm. <clears throat> I feel like if you need a cooling towel, that just means don't go. <laughs> yeah, if there's equipment Water park needed, time. Yeah. He has a point there. <laughs> that is true. All right. Uh, whoa, hold on a second. Oh. Travis Popsicle. No, you didn't say that right. No, he's, he's, his name Pondero- is now Ponderosa there Popsicle. You go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did not notice that. Nice. By far, my favorite theme park is Cedar Point in Sandusky. Yeah, baby. However, however, I bought the family two years worth of season passes for Six Flags last year. We have already gone to four different parks multiple times. Nice. Memories upon memories, lots of smiles, and a very happy family. We have two children with severe food allergies, so that's my only gripe. Not enough options for them. Yeah. Wow. Goliath at Six Flags, New England, or the Superman coaster for the win so far. Ooh, okay. I don't. Ah, I've, I've, Flags, I've not, I've not gone on the Superman coaster. I I have, and it's it's pretty. It's it's a blast. Like, now one thing that I find strange is I don't know in any universe where Superman flies backwards, which is the big thing about the Superman (laughs) coaster. Um, He goes around the world backwards. Yeah, but he doesn't fly feet first. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine Superman flying to save the day and his feet are coming at you? And he's like, I'm coming. (laughs) He's like trying to back a car. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The, had, you're not familiar with the Superman roller coaster. No, Patrick? you fly. You like go backwards? like you. It's a, How does that it's work? A, it's one where you go forward and you go all the way to the end of the coaster and then you come back and you come back backwards. You come back. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a <coughs> one, forwards and backwards. I mean, I, I mean, I understand coaster. it, but I don't at the same time. <laughs> right. Call it Superman. They should call it Control. Right. Make sure it doesn't make any yeah. sense to you. Make sure like so. there's like a. a, a <laughs> Control the roller make coaster. Make sure there's <laughs> coaster. You gotta make control. sure that there's some sort of like, uh, I don't know, uh, hand um, contraption where you can hold on to, so it looks like you're flying the entire time. Like, come on! Can you imagine like 50 people all making that pose, like the Superman pose? That looks yeah, so stupid. yeah. And then when you fly past that point where they take your picture, yeah. I mean, like, how awesome would that be? Like the back of your seat is just like a cape. Okay. I mean, like maybe not a flowing cape, but like some sort of stationary cape. Yeah. But something. I mean, you should design roller feet coasters. first flying. That doesn't feet sound like flying. Superman. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> no, I have to say that the best roller coaster that maybe now isn't the best roller coaster, but to me it was the roller coaster of roller coasters when I first went to Cedar Point, and that is the Raptor. The Raptor was the first hanging mm. roller coaster that I ever went on. And mm. for me, I don't know about your guys' practice. I think I do from when we were there at Kings Island, but my practice is it's either the front row. Or nothing. Like I have to be in the front, and to ride in the front row of the Raptor, it feels like you're flying. Like you just stick your arms out and your legs are dangling. It's amazing. So, so do you keep your glasses on when you ride roller coasters? Uh, yes. No. I don't remember. When you're in the front, when you're in the front, and yeah. that hits your eyes. My eyes always I'm water trying to remember. when I'm in the front row. Now, I want to say I've kept my glasses on most of the time. Oh no, I think it it varies. I have no answer. Roller coaster sounds like a nightmare, man. What does? <laughs> You're hanging? Yeah. 
You've not have you oh. not, have you been to Cedar Point? Seen the Raptor? One man's amazing is another man's horrible. Oh, come on, man! It's good stuff. Mark knows what I'm talking about. Yep. yep. Oh yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I rode that one roller coaster when we were in Kings Island, but if I had to ride another one, I'd have probably been out. I can usually do one, and then that's it. Got to make it yeah, good. That's it. Yeah, that was the. Uh, which one was that? That was a good one for you to uh, ride. That was though. the Diamondback. Yeah, the Diamondback. Diamondback yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. That was really yeah, like, fast, honestly. When no, I, when you didn't. I was no, okay. No, you were already done at that point, Mark. You had what did you, what did you say? Mark had moved on from that point. He had. Uh, oh yeah, he's he's like I'm done. Yep. Guys, I'm just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna play arcade games. You know, all right, Ronnie, let's just put eighty bucks on a card and let's play all day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I would just go for the arcade. That one ride to start with. Oh, to break our necks. Yeah, and then didn't we go on another ride after that? That's right. We went on the was it? Oh, it's called the Flight of Fear in Kings Dominion. The outer, the outer limits, Flight outer, of Fear. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was done after that. <laughs> and and so was my stomach. Yeah, you'll have that. It's it's wild, you know. Like when I, when I was growing up, like I would I was able to ride ride after ride after ride after ride, and now it's like okay, I'm gonna take a ride. I'm gonna I, I still like roller coasters. I still can do them, but. I can't do them like one after the other. Like I can't, I can't do like the scrambler. Scrambler, like it just whips you from one side to the other. It's the worst. It is the worst for yeah. me. Yeah. Do you guys? Uh, um, are there are there certain rides that you guys like won't ride, or that you or certain like certain rides that you will ride? Like you want to ride every time you go to an amusement park. Two words. T, cups. Oh, get out! Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there yeah, with dude, you. I'm out on those tea Patrick's too. kryptonite nightmare. Is what those are. <laughs> so when yeah. I was in high school, um, I think I've told this story to you guys before. But when I when I was in high school, um, I went with my uh, it's like a, chor- a chorus I was in in high school. Uh, we went on a trip to um, I want to say it was either Six Flags or um, it was a local theme park in new hampshire it's called canopy lake park uh it's been around for over 100 years um we we went there on a trip and i got on the teacups with a couple of the guys in my group they were my closer friends in the group and uh we got on the teacups and i'm already not okay with motion stuff like that i get motion sickness oh no and these fools kept spinning the thing they kept spin they would not stop because they knew they thought it was hilarious i could just hear that sandlot theme i know right that's exactly (laughs) 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 but yeah they would not stop spinning the stupid wheel so the the teacups is already not that fun of a ride but you know they made it worse and i i I did not i don't think i actually threw up but i i almost did and if Nice. Ugh. Ugh. No yeah. thanks. Yeah, I think. How about you guys, though? I think the only so for me when I I can't remember when I first discovered roller coasters. I believe, ironically, it was my first trip to Kennywood. Uh, Patrick, I'm no. So you've glad. been to Kennywood, dude. I that was almost a yearly trip from. Oh my like gosh! No way! Yeah. Google this thing because I was in I you know I grew up in West Virginia and the closest big big city was Pittsburgh. And so whenever summers would come around or like, you know, that month right before summer when you're in school, we would always have a Kennywood trip. 
And so we would go to Kennywood and I totally forgot about, even in preparing for this and thinking about theme parks, you brought up Kennywood. I was like, oh my gosh, Kennywood was like my jam back in middle school. Like that was my first real consistent theme park that I would go to. And they had, I think, I can't remember the name of the... They had the the first like real real roller coaster that I remember riding. It wasn't the Beast. I think the Beast is in a different theme park. I, the Beast is in uh, uh, Kings Island. Kings Island, yeah. So there's yeah. another one that it was like the the ripoff of the Beast that Kennywood built and made, and and it was similar to the Beast, uh, just in terms of it's like it had a really steep drop, and for like mm-hmm. a, a month or two months, it had the record for the angle or the speed at which it went, or I don't remember. But uh, man, ever since going to Kennywood and riding the roller coasters, being tall enough to do that, like I've been an adrenaline junkie since then. So there's really not anything I won't ride. But the thing that I find I have the most difficulty with, uh, both before and now, still, are the rides that are like, like, uh, county fair rides, like that are not built by civil engineers or engineers that know what they're doing. <laughs> they're built more like from like Jep and, uh, you know, carnies build it on the side while they were doing their little carny games. Some uh, idiot puts it together. <laughs> yeah, he just like, oh, I think uh, it says to use screws, but I only have nails, so I'm just going to use some nails here. Uh, like those cage rides. tidy Roddy Lucy, right? All right. <laughs> yeah. Like those those cage death traps, you know, that spin. That, yeah, that's that are like yeah, that's they're, the way they're to put based it. off a merry-go-round. Not a merry-go-round. Is it a what's the one that goes a Ferris wheel? A merry-go-round should never be dangerous. No. Are you talking about the zipper? No, it's the ones that are like uh, maybe it's called the zipper. I don't remember the name of it, but it's where you're it's, in a cage and it and it goes like in a oh yeah. Well, and, it, the, and the cage spins. Yeah, it spins independently from the whole thing spins. Like yeah, a, that's, the, that's the zipper. Is that the zipper? Oh man. Yeah. Like you get the wrong kind of person in there with you in that, it can just go no. south real fast. And so it's spinning like a Ferris wheel, but then at the same time, your individual cage, you can make it spin as fast as you want by leaning forward. And it's just like a rusty cage, round cage that can hold two people. Uh, there was a couple times that I definitely got queasy. I didn't throw up or anything, but that was like, it was literally a death cage. So I would say just the the very rides like that like county fair rides that aren't exactly the best quality they can definitely get you yes oh oh sorry i just said yes to nobody can see this is an audio I a picture just now mark mark just sent the picture to us and i could see it and yes yes yes. Zipper. yes this many fingers all right um so uh, have you have your guys's tastes in uh theme parks changed over time like as far as like rides that you want to ride or shows, like for me, um, like for I, I would never want to watch like the shows. I would never want to watch people singing or dancing or anything like that. I would just want to ride, rides, rides, ride, ride, ride. And now it's like, okay, I want to ride a couple rides. I want to watch a little eighty. <laughs> You're music such a rendition. dad. You're such an old <laughs> man. <laughs> I remember my parents I, doing that. We went to. Yeah, have you guys I heard feel of like Dollywood? I'm my parents now. Have you guys heard of Dollywood in Tennessee? Sure have. Oh yeah, yeah. Dolly Parton I've been themed. there once. It's such a. Yep, w- I have heard of it. Such a weird place because it's a it's an amusement <laughs> park with roller coasters, but it's all themed around Dolly Parton and country, and it's so bad. That's why <laughs> I wondered if if Kenny Wood was Kenny Rogers. Yeah, no, I don't think <laughs> that, so. that, that would make sense. Though. Yeah. That would make sense. But there are so many shows there, and I remember going there with 
I actually went there with the senior citizens of our church, me and like a small group of the teens went and we all rode the rides. Yeah, it was very interesting. We were almost like the <laughs> chaperones for the old people because, you know, they can get lost and, and sure get confused. Exactly. You have to be there for them. But uh, like we would at the end of the day be talking about all the rides and different things. And they're like, did you see that show? They had an eagle. That eagle flew so fast. It was so amazing. It's like, what? An what? eagle? What are you talking about? It's the little things, Lucas. Yes, little it's things. the little things. But yeah, oh. no, I'm all about the adrenaline. It's not changed for me. Yeah, I've I've never been about like roller coasters. It, it takes a lot to get me on a roller coaster. And so the fact that I got on that, the Outer Limits one, that yeah. was that was really pushing me. We were proud of you. Um, and and of course I felt it later. Um, <laughs> Immediately. Um, yeah, I was I was scared to death on that ride, uh, just because like it's a dark ride, and it you know it takes you all sorts of different ways. Um, sure does. And it's super fast. Like from the get go, you are immediately just shot out. Um, and and so I've always had trouble with any sort of motion rides. Mm. Um, I just, it's just difficult for me. And so I kind of have to take it easy on the, on the not as difficult coaster rides. Um, I've been on a few wooden coasters like, uh, um, the sister theme park to King's Island here in Virginia. Uh, they're owned by the same company. Queens uh, Island. Dom- yes. No, King's Dominion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. sister park, Queens Island. Yeah. yeah, no, but it's called King's Dominion. Um, they have they have some pretty old like wooden coasters. Yeah, they do. Um, they're they're a little bit more tame. They hurt a little more, but <laughs> yeah. they are rougher. <laughs> that wood has no give whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I just remember like I've just always been so afraid of getting on on rides like that. And I remember the first time I got on, um, it was right when Six Flags New England opened up um when i was in high school and i went on a, a ride called the mind eraser uh, <laughs> that sounds like a rough one it's not a good yeah. sign <laughs> <laughs> but i actually enjoyed it and i was and i was good with it i didn't go on very many roller coasters after that but um it erased fact, your mind that outer limits um which is called the flight of fear at king's dominion it's literally the same ride um you know, that was the first time I had been on a coaster in years. Um, but I wanted to kind of push myself to see if I could do it. And I couldn't. But I made it through. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and nope. But now, I made it through. Now, do you guys all remember your first roller coaster experience? Like, was it positive, negative? Uh, can you can you go back that far in the recesses of I, your mind? Yeah, I remember... Well, back in, when I was a kid, um, my first roller coaster that I remember was called the Beastie. The now it was it was a wooden roller coaster mm. in like the kids area, and it was supposed to be like the you know the the kid version of the Beast, yeah, which was like the biggest, fastest, longest roller coaster in the park. Yeah. And uh, I remember when like things have changed over time, where they're 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 a little bit safer now. 
uh, back in the day, I mean, you just like nowadays you have like the lap bars, you have the harnesses, you have seat belts. Like I remember there was just like this like little four inch like thing that they would like put over like top of you. Yeah. And if you flew out, you flew out. Like there was oh, yeah. no stopping you. It was it was more of holding on. And I remember Miles, I was with my little brother, my, my bigger brother, and uh, he he's like, hey, let's put our hands up. And I'm like, okay, you know, like my big brother, I'm trying to be cool with my big brother. So I put my hands up and I like start coming out of my seat. Oh gosh. Like, which is like the, one of the scariest oh, things. Like I, I still remember that. Like it was crazy. Like, so the rest, the net, the rest of it, I was like holding on, like no way I'm flying out of this. And I have no idea how kids never flew out of this, out of this ride. Like there's Maybe they so did. many different shit. They yeah. covered it I up. mean, I was also six, so <clears throat> I, wasn't, cover up. Yeah. I wasn't part of... I didn't read the newspaper like, oh, six kids. could have been flying <laughs> yeah. out every day for all you know. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time somebody died on a roller coaster. Yeah. That's funny. Actually, um, you know the, the Superman ride you were talking about, Lucas? They yeah. actually had a, a couple of people uh, died on that roller coaster. Mm. Oh, there you go, yeah. Pat. <laughs> I, I remember the ride. It's still happening? Still in existence? It still is. It's still there. That's because they went feet first. They don't know how to fly feet first. Yeah, well, they should have landed on their feet. They would have been, should have been fine. Boom. See? My first the roller coaster. first roller coaster. Oh, oh, no. Nope. The first one I actually ever went on was the racer at Kings Island. Did you guys oh, ride yeah. that when you were here? I didn't ride it then, but so, I've ridden one like it before. <clears throat> it's a good one. Yeah, so back in the day, they used to, it actually used to be like a racer. Now it's like, they're not really competing against each other at all. One goes, uh, I think the backwards one is always in the front anyway. It's rigged. Yeah, it's pretty much rigged. But that's the first one I remember. And it's like your standard, like classic roller coaster. It's got that one giant hill. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it's not as bad. Um, that is the one that will always stick out. It's that giant wooden roller coaster yeah. that like as a little kid looked like it was like this, <laughs> the Empire State Building, you know? Yeah. Oh man, and that clicking sound though is so like oh, clack, terrifying. Clack, 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 clack. Oh, there's nothing like that feeling when you get to the top. So good. Uh, well, and like like Lucas, you like you're in like the front. Like when you're click click and you're going up there, you're front because if, if it's like a drop, like you're in the front, you you're still. Oh like, yeah, you got to wait for the caboose to get. You a have to wait over. for the back. Yeah, so you're like, like because your body's like, pushing forward. It's. You're waiting, awesome. but like if you sit in the back, you're like you could like get whipped. Oh, you get whipped over that, over yeah. that. It's true. Yeah. Uh, my first roller coaster was Space Mountain at uh, nice. at Disney World. Disney. I yeah. went. I got to go to Disney when I was five and eight years old. Five years old, I remember hardly nothing about. I don't remember anything about it. Uh, my dad. The only thing. Money well spent. Yes, money well spent. It's like <laughs> thanks, Dad, for taking me when I was no five. Memories. I had no memories. Good at the idea. time. Yeah, I remember, and I don't even think it's because I, I remember like really liking the, which this is strange for a kid, I think. It, I really liked the all the costumed people, like the costume characters. I wasn't scared of them. Um, and I remember my dad took a picture of me with uh, Dale, one of the chipmunks, and uh, he had it blown up literally to like the size of a an HDTV, like and he hung it on the wall, and that was like on our wall for a long time in my house. No way. Yeah, 
And I grew up like looking at that picture on the wall and being like, that's such a cool picture. I don't remember that whatsoever. <laughs> and, uh, but I remember going later, like right before Natasha was born and getting another picture with Dale. And, uh, just, I got a little emotional. Like I was like, do you remember me? <laughs> He didn't remember me. It was really sad. He was a little silent on the top. I took it personally. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) but the second time I went, when I was eight years old, I went with my mom and my aunt Dottie, and that was my mom really wanted to ride a roller coaster. She's like, "Do you want to try Space Mountain?" And I'm like, "Uh, I don't know." And I rode it, and I remember like crying during it. I think I got scared, but then after I got done, I was like, "Can we do that again?" Like. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly nice. how my son is. Like he's just like I don't want to do it. I'm scared. I'm scared. And then after he does it, he's like, I want to do that again. And uh, yeah, that was, first exactly time I was. rode Space Mountain, Got him. I was 21. <clears throat> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I did. First time could... I rode Space Mountain, I was 35. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> Better late than never. <laughs> you got me beat. Yeah, because I never got to go as a kid. So uh, my, I think I've shared on the podcast before that my for my college graduation. Um, the gift from my parents, they took me to Disney World. They took me to the Magic Kingdom. Um, yeah. So I was able to experience Space Mountain. Nice. And uh, I may have cried on the ride, and, and then I said, can we go again at the end? <laughs> but <laughs> like but no, I thought it was cry. cool. Yeah. But, so um, of the best and worst theme parks, what are your top choices in that? For me, like I've disney world i i there's nothing like it absolutely nothing like it i mean i know there's like a multiple parks so i kind of i got it's, it's so good it's yeah, uh, if, it if you haven't been to disney world it's one of the places you know they say it's the magical magical place on earth um it definitely is it really is you know you, no matter who you talk to the employees um whether that's in your resort or in the park everyone is feels they act like the, you are the only customer they have and it's it is amazing so that would be my top one one what about you guys i will go ahead Thank um you. <laughs> i will go ahead because i have a crappy answer so yes, let's hear it. i've never been to disney world i've basically never really been to other theme parks other than king's island so it is by far my best and worst that's a great choice <laughs> <laughs> that's a great choice ronnie i like that <laughs> perfect best and worst all in one mark what about you um i want to say the best is is disney world i've only been to one of the of the parks which is obviously magic kingdom um but just being able to experience like i've been to theme parks before and they're fun but like disney world has so much historical significance to it and so is so nostalgia. much a part of our culture. Yeah. Um, and part of, yeah, it's very nostalgic. It's just like next level stuff. Um, it's only going to get better. I mean, yeah. now that they own the world, now yep. that they own <laughs> everything. <laughs> I really want to go back now that they have that Star Wars. Oh, uh, man. Star Wars area built. Yeah, I, I want to hit that up too. That looks awesome. For sure. Yeah. My wife saw pictures of that today. She was just <clears> talking about it. I probably because I told her she asks every Monday she's like, "Okay, what are you talking about in Good Morning Guys?" and and uh we we'll usually talk about it and she gives me tips on things to bring up, but she's she was like, "Uh, did we did we go to the Star Wars section in Disney World when we were there?" 
Uh, I'm like, yeah. She's like, because we missed a lot of stuff. I'm like, that's new. <laughs> the whole like outer rim mm. and all that jazz. But yeah, it looks yeah. awesome. I can't wait to see nice. that. It does. I mean, there. I think there's a uh, there's uh, there's a hotel or resort that they're opening up next year or late next year called like I think it's Galaxy's Edge or no that, that's that can't be it. That's the park yeah. or that's the area. Yeah. But there's a the resort coming in, and um, I looked at the up at the prices for it, and it's like two kidneys. Oh, it's crazy how much it. you have to pay for it. They once they realize they can get it's, you and that you're gonna do it. People will pay for yeah, it. Definitely, will. I will not. As much as I would love to to stay in like a a Star Wars theme resort, I know they're going to do it right. But as long as I can go have a drink in the cantina, I'm good. Nice. Yeah, that'd be so much. I'm not going to spend. If they play like, that, they music play that music, and I'm able to, yeah. and they're and the like the the bartender is like some sort of character yeah. like yes please just, sign me up you look at I'd a stranger and you're like, like yeah, you. exactly you look at a stranger and say that <laughs> my son clark he doesn't like you <laughs> i don't like you either <laughs> well i'm gonna just to throw out a different answer uh nobody's brought this up yet but the combo of universal studios and islands of adventure uh with harry potter world I want to go there. It's so magical. I don't know how much you guys like Harry Potter. I've seen the movies. But that section of uh, Islands of Adventure at Universal Studios is amazing. And I know that like, I was there like eight, nine years ago. Since then, they've, I think they've doubled it in size. Uh, yeah. At Harry Potter World, they have the best drink ever in Butterbeer. It is amazing. And I'm pretty sure every 30 minutes, what is that? I was buying. It's just a. It's a. It's like a cream soda drink that's based off of the, the of the, course you the like drink. It. Of course, I like it. Based <laughs> off of the uh, just from the movies and books, they have this drink called Butterbeer that they that it's it's something that the the kids at oh, the okay. school so drink. Oh, okay. So it's and, it's a non-alcoholic. Yeah, it's non-alcoholic. That's no, that, it's not. Yeah, they take butter and like that liquid butter, and they combine it with beer. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, it's like what is that country crock and uh, and <laughs> Corona incredible butter bush light <laughs> they mix it together. just all melted together yeah, I mean it's s- all sadly I guarantee someone has tried that <laughs> to match like, hey, those I two made butter beer mom <laughs> <laughs> no you made a travesty my son <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah. my son. Shout out to Harry Potter World though. It's man, it's good it's good stuff. It's a really fun place. Yeah, yeah I've can... been wanting to go to Universal Studios, but I just I haven't I mean I just went to Disney World for the first time, sure. you know, last year and I I want to go to Universal Studios because gotta... there's there's a lot of cool like themed rides. Yeah, there are. They're like themed rides. They're like roller coasters. You know what I mean? If I if I ever go to to um universal studios which i hopefully will in my lifetime but um it's gonna make me a little sad just because i'll go by that one area of the park where the blue man group uh area is i don't know if you've seen that they have like a stage show yeah for the blue man group in that area and it's gonna make me sad because that's where nickelodeon studios used to be yeah that's true and it's like i wanted to come here when i was a kid and it's not there anymore <laughs> is that where they did like guts and all that? Yep, guts, family double dare, uh double Legends dare. of the Hidden Temple. Man, that'd be so cool. Hidden Temple. 
Oh, to be there man. back all in the heyday. Nickelodeon. Yeah, that would have been awesome to have been there back in the heyday. Yep. It was all right there. That was a dream. Be on Double Dare. Shove your hand right up the big nose, snotty nose of that <laughs> in that game. Man, that was awesome. Big nose. <laughs> the big yeah. nose. Mark, Mark Summers yell at you, go! Now, do you guys have any uh, worst theme parks? I know Ronnie already gave his <laughs> worst theme park. <laughs> King Island hater. Well, like, like Ronnie, I, I haven't been to many theme bar- parks, but I've been to like like – carnivals and if we count those like all of them all of them (laughs) uh yeah that's just like you said they're the the rides there are rickety you feel like you're gonna die and in them so i don't ride those anymore i'll go there and get like the cotton candy i'll get the the drinks there i'll get the The deep fried oreos (laughs) yeah (laughs) all the all the ride all the ride uh, running people look like they just pulled them out of a back alley. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like ah, oh, you're 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 13. You look enough old enough to to run this ride. Yeah, yeah. you look like you care. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't have to care. It's no big deal. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not a prerequisite. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, um, oh, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, I'll go ahead. After you go ahead, um, you go ahead. <laughs> Um, so I think the worst, like actual theme park besides those really crappy carnivals, the worst theme park I'd say I've, I've gone to, um, there was a park in, um, Massachusetts back in the day. It's called Whalem Park. That's W-H-A-L-O-M, Whalem Park. Mm-hmm. And it, and it had been open, uh, since the, I think late 1890s. It was at the time one of the the oldest um, theme parks, I think in America. I think it was like number thirteen or something like that on the oldest uh, theme parks in America, and it was very evident that it was very old because uh, they there were a lot of things about it that they did not keep up, and it was just wasn't exciting. Um, it just. It was ugh, it was just very drech to me. Drech. Uh, yeah. Um, sound very and, German. And is that German? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a German. <laughs> drech. It's uh, joint. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think I think one time my my parents actually won tickets on the from the radio, like there's a contest. Quote on. unquote one. Yeah. Well, no, they they had like. Uh, you know, you know I think they lost it. Well, they yeah. lost. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, but yeah, they had like a radio contest. They were giving away tickets, um, and my parents called in and won the tickets, quote unquote. And uh, and so we went, and I was like, "This is not that good. <laughs> I don't like this at all." Please never take me back here. <laughs> Please never win and, these. And uh, they didn't have to worry about that because I think within like a year or two, the place shut down. So oh. it is no longer wow. there. That is it a is bad now, I th- Yeah, I think it's now apartments. I live. Hey, where do you that live? A, I live in the zipper. I live in the zipper. I'm number five. Well, then, <laughs> <laughs> we live in the bumper cars. Yeah. We're Excuse minimalist. me, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> No, they they knocked down all that stuff. Obviously, oh and, right. Uh, it's it's all. I think it's all apartments now. Huh. Um, but yeah, turned into one of those like horror. Yeah, 
theme parks oh when they close down and they never do anything with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the abandoned ones, they, they do some urbex. That would be great. Um, but no, it's all completely gone. Um, so, yeah, that's probably the worst. Hmm. Nice. Um, so kind of like Patrick mentioned, I definitely think the worst are just like the county fairs, the, mm. the, the kind of mom and pop amusement parks that are season, very seasonal, only show up for like a week out of the year, which is probably a good thing because more people would die if they extended it to two weeks or three weeks or a month or something like that. But, uh, I didn't really, I couldn't really think of a, a bad amusement like not bad but but amusement park that was just like oh what am i doing here uh because i felt i feel like over the years even like a place like dollywood where i don't really like country music or uh, i still find you know you still find a way to have fun and i think we all had that experience that you're usually when you go with the right people or you go with people your age or you know back in high school middle school you could always find a way to have fun uh and so i wanted to actually i did a little research and i found the worst amusement parks in the world and I wanted to share a few of them with you because some of them are pretty funny and I actually after reading about these I I really want to go visit them just to see (laughs) what it's like so you love torture yeah I love torture and if it's you know if it's the right price it might be worth it so uh (laughs) the first one is Parque Eco Alberto in Mexico it's about 80 miles outside of Mexico City. Now, my wife grew up, not grew up. She went to high school in Mexico City, and she did not know about this. And she said that's because she went to actually good good places that were not <laughs> yep. hot trash like this one. So Good on her for that. This this park... It, it, what does that translate into English? Hot trash? Yeah, Is that yep, right? Hot trash. That's what exactly okay. what I mean. Got Dumpster it. Dumpster fire? Okay. <laughs> this <laughs> trash has the appearance of being like an, a natural park where they have kayaking, Repelling, ziplining, and hiking. Uh, it's not kayaking in a park. Yeah, it's not exactly an amusement park, but for the people there, it's considered an amusement park. But where it gets really interesting is the main attraction is called the night hike. And so, what happens is the main attraction <laughs> to a theme park is a hike. Yes, and in this night hike, <laughs> at uh, night. Fools, it's only at night. These fools are going to pay the night hike. You are chased by fake border patrol agents fake smugglers, and real dogs in a dramatized simulation of what it's like to illegally cross the U.S.-Mexican border. <laughs> this sounds awesome. That does Isn't sound good. good. Amazing. <laughs> this is a real park that you could go to it at night. You can simulate crossing the border, trying to escape border patrol. I would totally go to that. Yeah, well, I was giving this place a hard time, but now I want to go. Like, yeah, what do you that sounds do? awesome. What do you want to do? Kayak? We could go ziplining. <laughs> okay, yeah, kayak. <laughs> we could try to. We could fear for our lives a little bit. <laughs> we could stuff Patrick in a Trans Am in the trunk of a Trans Am and try to get him across can I fit the border. In suitcase? Yes. All you, you get is it. a Ford Fiesta, and you got to fit everybody in. <laughs> yeah. It. It's like, how many people do you have in your group? Twelve. Okay, here's a Ford Fiesta. Good luck. That's all you get. <laughs> So yeah, that sounds like a magical place I'd love to visit. Nice. Uh, the next one is Diggerland in the United Kingdom. You can spend Diggerland. Diggerland, and sounds you, awesome already. You, yeah, you can spend an action-packed day behind the wheel of a number of backhoes and excavators, and r- ride around in and race modified diggers and dump trucks, and no driver's license is necessary. This is actually oh, redneck paradise. Sounds- 
scary, but also awesome. Yeah. So this this place is the Disneyland of the UK. This is the worst. This is this. So people say that within Europe it's very land. popular, but outside looking in, people think it's the worst because it's literally just like John Deere theme park. Like you you ride backhoes. You ride. I mean, it it sounds interesting and it looks I mean, really as a funny. Kid, I feel like I mean, that would be incredible. Yeah. Instead Are you of sure you're reading small... the right list that's, here. That's just this is you know. I, I mean, so <laughs> far I'm with you. I, I don't know that these are the worst, but All this right. is what they said. What's next? Uh, Instead wait. of it's a small world playing, it's she thinks my tractor's sexy. That's right. She thinks my <laughs> That's why it's bad. It's just that on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And that does it in different languages and everything. <laughs> uh, speaking of it's a small world after all, uh, in Beijing, China, there is an amusement park called Xijing Shan Amusement Park. And this is called the Fake Disney. It's actually a few hours away from the real officially licensed is that the pro- Disney Resort in Shanghai. Is that the <laughs> proper interpretation? Uh, yep. Fake <laughs> Disney? Shan is, translation is, Fake Disney. Uh, the slogan for this <laughs> Fake Disney amusement park is, Disney is too far away. Please come to Xinjing Shan. <laughs> That's their slogan. Uh, that was hilarious. And not only do they have Mickey Mouse and all the other characters that are like the B version of Mickey Mouse and everything, uh, they also have Shrek, Hello Kitty, Bugs Bunny, Batman, and Jaws. It's like the Avengers for kids. So that's that's their whole thing is being the fake Disney. It sounds like the most dangerous one out of all of them so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The one where you get jumped by Hello Kitty or Batman, you never know what's going to happen. I totally. Yeah, what, what, what? It's not really Disney. No, it's it's like because they got Batman, Disney. Jaws, <laughs> yeah. Hello Kitty, and Bugs Bunny, Shrek. Yeah, the Rat Pack. Shrek. They're all there. <laughs> there's. I love that. I love that tagline. It's like, it's like there's better places than here. But why would you go that far? Yeah, it's too, yeah. It's yeah. too far away. It's all the way in Shanghai. Would Come you to rather Beijing. Fly to Disney. Or drive to us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. We still got it. We got all the things they do. It, it, you know. they And more. It, we have Jaws. That's right. Marginally. <laughs> Batman riding Jaws in the water. It's amazing. That's pretty cool. I kind of like that. I still think you're reading the wrong list here. I, I totally thought right. you were going to read a list of theme parks where your chances of dying were like 50%. <laughs> instead... <laughs> You just read a bunch of awesome ones. Well, let's let's uh, let's this last one in Denmark. Maybe we'll see if this one could be the bottom of the list. Uh, this amusement park is called Bon Bon Land, and it has Ooh. and the Ricky Martin is the Ricky, Ricky Martin. <laughs> shake a bon bon, shake a bon bon. Well played. I like that. <laughs> and that's just playing the entire time on endless oh. loop. Um, I'm going to give you some of the names of the rides. Farting Dog Switchback. 100% on board. The Water Rat. Uh, eh, rubbish. The next one's called Rubbish Dump. It's the name <laughs> of the ride. <laughs> and the, the last name is Skidmark Roller Coaster. Wow. <laughs> so They just sealed the deal. I'm going to Denmark. I know, right? <laughs> this is considered the deranged, perverted Disneyland. Instead of Mickey Mouse, you have Henry the Farting Dog. And instead of what? instead of parades going down Main Street, you have statues of seagulls crapping into alligators' mouths. 
<laughs> while fart noises boom out of the speakers in the background. <laughs> so there you go. This place sounds like a treat. Bon bon. Land. These are what those are, these are the four parks I need to go to. Yeah, so there you go, guys. You see in the Eiffel Tower, you know the the Sphinx Cat. No, and what you do in no, your I don't own? Need to see any of this. I need to go to Denmark and and ride. What was it? The Skidmark the Row. What Skidmark was it? Skidmark Roller Coaster. And the rubbish dump. My favorite ride was rubbish dump. Favorite ride was seeing a, a landfill. Yep. So I'll see you guys in Bon Bon Land. We're gonna go to go awesome. backpacking in Europe and backpack our way to Bon Bon Land and go see go see Henry the farting dog. I'm I'm looking at this at this website for Bon Bon Land and like it's totally marketing it like it like it would be a Six Flags or something like that. Yeah. I was thinking like when you mentioned like prefer, perverted Disneyland. That it would be all like disgusting looking, like almost like Tim Burton type stuff. Yeah. No, this they is play like, it off. like it's okay. Yeah, this the, is the, like kitty looking stuff. The bushes that are like trimmed interestingly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is secondhand information. So these guys called it the worst, mm-hmm. but I think we've identified possibly the new best. We just have to go visit. Yeah. For sure. Does anybody have anything before we wrap it up? Yeah, I got, I got something. Yeah, let's yeah. hear it. Nah, I was just kidding. I don't have anything. Fantastic. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you read my mind, Ronnie. Fooled you. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this amusing and amazing and thunderstruck theme park ride. We were just on for the past couple hours. If you'd like to join us on future chats on a more personal level, check out the links in the show notes or on our Twitter page at the GMG Podcast. We have a Discord group that talks about everything from our personal lives to entertainment, to gaming, and dad jokes. If you're old school like Lucas, then email yeah. us at thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com. And then if you want to practice your radio voice, call us at 929-GMG-GUYS. Leave a message, ask a question, let your voice be heard. Speaking of being heard, Mark, <laughs> what do we have for the latest edition? So jacked the up GMG. Right you, almost went full, you almost went full Seinfeld there. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have on the GMG music playlist right now? What do we got? Uh, well, yeah, as always, you can find the Good Morning Guys Morning Playlist on Spotify as well as Apple Music. Thank you so much, Bernabe, for holding things up on the Apple Music end while I hold down the Spotify for it. And, of course, since we are talking about all things theme parks, um, I tried to pull some songs that were... Uh, uh, sort of oriented around theme parks. And so the first song that I picked, I don't know if you guys ever saw these Six Flags commercials back in the day where they had the old man coming off the bus and he would like dance when he'd come off the bus. And I'm getting a bunch of blank stares like you have no idea what I'm talking about. Possibly. <clears throat> okay. We're behind okay, you well, anyways. Yeah, we still believe in you. So so <laughs> it, was a, it was a Six Flags commercial. And this this old man that was dressed in like this suit would get off this big bus and he would start like dancing around and he'd be dancing around to this particular song. It's the song We Like to Party from the Venga Boys. <gasps> and you've probably heard the song. It's oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'll have to I'll have to send you guys the the commercial for sure. Um but they had that that song playing. So, yeah, I'm adding the Venga Boys, We Like to Party. Um, the second song is actually a song from the Beach Boys. They actually wrote a song called 
Amusement Parks USA. Mm-hmm. So I will be adding that. Classic. And then um, going back to the 90s a little bit, um, there was a, a a singer. She was part of the, the band 10,000 Maniacs. Do you guys remember them from the 90s? Ooh, do not. Uh, um, well, the lead singer of that group, her name was Natalie Merchant. She put a song I out. I remember her. Called Carnival. And so uh, I'll be adding that to the playlist as well. Cool. So I hope that these songs help you get your good morning on and also help you enjoy theme park fun. I think in honor of Bon Bon Land, you should also add Ricky Martin's Shake Your Bon Bon. Shake your Bon Bon, Shake Your Bon Bon. I'm a desperado underneath the pillow. There you go. All righty. Lucas, Mark, and Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved friends and podcast family, go get your good morning on, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four. Nailed it. Pat, you did it. You nailed it, my friend. Good work. Oh, goodness. Goodness gracious. Great balls of fire.